שלום עליכם, שלום עליכם. This evening we will, uh, we will learn a little bit from uh, this wonderful parasha of Yitro, uh, Jethro, from the Zohar Kadosh, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his uh, holy friends, the wonderful, wonderful, righteous ones, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Chia, and uh, such a, such great wisdom, such great wisdom, impossible to to understand how high and how elevated is uh, is the wisdom of of the sages of the righteous ones to all those ones who never tasted the sweetness of the Torah. It's time to taste. Like the verse is saying, If you'll taste it, you will see how delightful is the taste of Hashem. It's so sweet, it's so beautiful, it's so wonderful that it's uh, impossible to describe. Only after you taste it, you can, uh, you can start understanding the greatness and, and its beauty. So in this parasha, there, there, the story is... Uh, being told on how we got the, the Torah, the tablets, and it's written on the tablets that they were made out of, uh, of uh, handmade by, by Hashem, by the creator of the world, that he created them, that it was a creation of God, and he wrote on it with the finger of God, and such a, such, it's like you read a verse and it's hard to understand what really happened and how it took place. And that's why the sages, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yuda, they're coming and they're explaining to us some deep explanations on, uh, on that uh, act of God, wisdom that had been given in tradition from one righteous man um, to his students, from one teacher to his students, and from one generation to the next, until today. And here we are passing it to the next generation, and you will teach it and, and, and shine it to your friends, to your family, to your children. So, Amar I will uh, I will just read the explanation um, and will translate it um, for you in, to English. For you to, to understand it. So I'm reading by the explanation of the Baal Asulam, um, that uh, amazing righteous man um, that wrote such an amazing, amazing explanation on the Zohar by the wisdom and secret of the Kabbalah. Hi, the holy, holy righteous people that we are enjoying and and being fed uh, from their from their mouths, it's amazing. I've been to to his tzion, to his grave in Jerusalem, in Haram Menuchot, many many times. The Balasulama Kadosh, and um, they wrote him. They called him Balasulam because of of a certain book that he wrote. That uh, Sulam is a letter. And he was uh, describing um, 
in this uh, explanation, the letter of how you rise to Hashem, that is the book on the Zohar Kadosh. This is that explanation that is called the Sulam, the letter. And that righteous man, Bala Sulam, the genius, the holy righteous one, Rabbi the Leib Ashlag, he was the one that revealed that light of the Zohar Kadosh that I will translate for you this evening in English, Bezat Hashem. So, Amar Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Chia said, when the letters were carved in the stone tablets, they were seen from both sides, from that side and from that side. And the tablets were made out of sapphire stone, and they were carved and covered with white fire. And the letters were made out of black fire, and they were carved from both sides, from that side and from the other. Rabbi Abba has a different explanation on the tablets. And he is saying, Amar Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba said, the, the tablets were complete. They were not, he doesn't, they were not carved. He's saying that there was no holes in the shape of a letter. Just that the letters were flying and seen with two kinds of fire, black fire and white fire, to show us that right and left are together as one. <clears throat> that white is right and black is left. Like that it's written, Long days to its right and to its left, happiness and honor. So we see that opinion of Rabbi Abba that is explaining to us that the letters were flying and being seen from both sides of the complete tablets. White fire to the right side of the tablets and black fire was seen to the left side of the tablets. And it's written that the tablets were the act of God. An act of God they were. Rabbi Yuda said, when the verse is telling us about the tablets, he is writing the word tablets in a unique way, in a special way. Usually you would write the word tablets, luchot, with, in Hebrew, with two letters, Vav. You will write, Lamed, Vav, Chet, Vav, Taf. The letter Lamed, after Lamed, Lu, you will have the letter Vav. Cho, after the letter Chet, you will have again the letter Vav. That's how you're going to write it, to pronounce it well, Luchot. But in the verse, 
It doesn't written in that way. It's written Luchot without one of the letters Vav. It's written Lamed Vav, the Lamed and then Vav, like it's supposed to be. But then you have Chet Taf, only Chet without a Vav in the second time. So he's asking, Rabbi Yudah is asking, why is it so? To tell us that it's all one. When you read the word Luchot without the letter Vav, the second Vav, when you read the word tablets in Hebrew from the Bible, it's written without the letter Vav. It's coming to represent something, to teach you something. What is it coming to teach you? It's coming to teach you what that you will assume that is written without the vowels. Means that by dropping the letter Vav, you might mistake to read the word Luchot as Luchat and not as Luchot. Now what does it mean, Luchat? That it's all one. Instead of the plural word tablets, luchot, it will be heard as you said, luchat, luach achat, one tablet, that even though that they were two, they were seen as one. This is a simple example for you guys to understand how hard it is to go into the depths of um, of the deep understanding of the Bible when you read an English translation of it and you don't read it in Hebrew. Why? Because there is no way in the world that they will be able in English to drop one letter out of the word tablets and to bring you to the same understanding that it's coming to teach you a certain lesson, that there is a wisdom in it. This is something that you can experience and see only when you read and learn it in Hebrew. Dehainu, so it's coming to tell us, one, that two, they were, but they looked as one. They seemed as one. And the Ten Commandments were carved in them. Five and five. Five in the right one and five in the left one. That it will be all included in one. An act of God, for sure, they were. Rabbi Yitzchak said, They were made out of sapphire. And two stones they were. And the stones were connected, they were one. And the Creator blew a certain air, spirit, and the stones spread and been carved to be two separated tablets. Rabbi Yitzchak said that in the beginning the tablets were one tablet. It was one stone that was made out of Sapphire. And then the Creator blew a certain spirit and divided and carved them to be two tablets. Rabbi Yudah 
is contradicting on that saying of Rabbi Yitzchak, and he's saying they were not made out of sapphire stone, they were as sapphire, but not real sapphire. And he's learning it from what that's written in the verse, Mase Elokim Hema, they were an act of God. And if they would have been a regular sapphire stone, so they were like the rest of the precious stones and not an act of God. The fact that it's written an act of God is showing that there was something unique in them and that they were not regular sapphire stone. Now, there is a part here that I must admit that even though I read it maybe three or four times, is a bit complex for me um, to explain, but we will try to go one step at a time, and I will try to explain to you that part. It's a bit complex. So, I think that it is Rabbi Yitzchak that is now answering Rabbi Yudah. We said that Rabbi Yitzchak said that they were made out of sapphire stone and Rabbi Yudah contradicted his assumption and told him they were made from stone that was as sapphire but not sapphire. And he's learning it from the fact that it's written an act of God they were, okay? And not regular precious stones. Rabbi Yitzchak is answering Rabbi Yudah. If so, that sapphire that is a precious stone supposed to be much um, like the most precious ones of all the rest of the stones because is... Um, you see, that's the part that I'm finding it hard to understand. He's saying, if so, if sapphire is the stone, is um, if Rabbi Yitzchak, again, you, you're going to forgive me that my mind is working slow, right? Rabbi Yitzchak is the one that said that they were made out of sapphire. And Rabbi Yudah told him it was not sapphire, it was as sapphire. So Rabbi Yitzchak is trying to tell him that he is wrong and explaining to him, listen, if you were right that the tablets were not made out of sapphire, just a unique and special stone, then the sapphire stone would be a very precious um very precious stone. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe I'm wrong in how that I understand it. Maybe we need to go to the other direction. You see, need to put more effort to it. Amarle. Maybe it's Rabbi Yudah that is saying, 
maybe instead of learning it as Rabbi Yitzchak, because here it's not mentioned who was that one who said it. This is why it's hard for me. It's written, Amarle, he told him. Who told him? So probably it was Rabbi Yudah, that Rabbi Yudah just spoke and continued saying his thing, explaining to Rabbi Yitzchak, excuse me for bothering you, but we're just trying to understand, right? Doing it together. Rabbi Yudah is saying to him, to Rabbi Yitzchak, listen, if so, that you want to say that the tablets were made out of sapphire, so sapphire would be the most precious stone of them all. But it's not so. Sapphire is not the most precious stone of them all. So now he needs to explain how we will explain the word it's an act of God. How it is an act of God. What? If you want to say that those tablets were made out of regular sapphire stone and not a, a unique stone that was made out of, of, that was an act of God, so how will you explain the fact that it's written that they are an act of God. If you try to say that the stones, the tablets were made out of regular sapphire stone, so why is it written on it an act of God they are? So he's explaining it's written that the tablets were an act of God. And it doesn't written that the stones were an act of God. So it means that the way that the Creator carved the letters and separated the stone, the tablet, for, from one to two different tablets, that was an act of God. So based to, on that assumption, to that method, that the tablets were made out of sapphire and not as sapphire. So the fact that it's written that they were made in an act of God is going on the act of carving them, blowing air to separate them to two and carving the letters into them. And by that explanation, the stone itself was a stone of sapphire, regular sapphire stone. Rabbi Shimon is coming to bring peace and to heal that disagreement and that argument. And he's saying, listen, it is all one. There is one simple explanation to it all that the words of Rabbi Yitzchak and the words of Rabbi Yudah are all going to one direction. Those two tablets, they were exist from before the time of creation. And they arise from before the eve of the first Shabbat. And the Creator made them and they were His actions. It was his handmade. And now he's asking, and what they were made of? Now he's answering the most beautiful 
answer that you can ever imagine to yourself. And he's answering now what the holy tablets were made of. And he's answering, we learned that they were made out of the divine and highest do. Do is the word to explain the like very thin and gentle as rain, moist, that um, wet air that comes down from the sky at night to wet the world. So that dew, the divine dew that comes down from the holy ancient place that is the crown itself, when it pours down and being pulled to the holy apples field that is the kingship, so the Creator took two cups of the water of that dew and they were frozen in those cups and from those water the two precious stones were made and he blew his holy air in them his Holy Spirit in them, and they spread to two tablets, and therefore they are being called the act of God. And the letter is the letter of God, like that it's written, that they were written with the finger of God. This is beautiful. This is fantastic. This is amazing. This is the sweet flavor of the Torah Kedusha. And like you can see, you don't need to be a genius. You don't need to be a doctor or, or a chief rabbi of I don't know which community to learn Torah. For me, also that section to understand it was complex. It took me a while to understand a little bit. And I'm sure that I still, until now, don't understand it fully. And you can learn the same page and the same paragraph thousands of times and always to find more and more and more wisdom in it. And it's not a shame to learn and it's a pleasure to do it together. And we should always, always, always be happy and keep on learning and spreading the light to the sides and carving our way in the path of truth to find the Creator to serve him with a happy heart and a wishing soul. Amen. Be blessed. Yeah,